Welcome back, everybody. Episode six. Number six. And this is kind of an, this is impromptu. This is, this is very special. If you can't hear, we'll just go ahead and throw it out there that we are sitting lakeside by a fire. We're at Grand Lake Town, Oklahoma, by relatively massive ring of fire. Yeah, we are at, uh, <coughs> we're at Greg's, well, no, he'll tell you, we're at Brenda's Lake House. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so we're, we're at my parents' home on Grand Lake. Adam's got to do a little work over here in the morning, and we felt like, uh, it'd be a really good time to swing on over here and take advantage of a nice night. Call it a work trip. It's December, beginning of December. December 5th, I think, um, and it's, I don't know, it's 10.30, 11 o'clock at night and probably about 55 degrees. It's right here, it's about 92. <laughs> yeah, right this. I don't, uh, can you hear it, folks? I can definitely hear it now. Yeah, you can't beat, I don't care who you are, you can't beat a, a good fire. Not not in a firing that's six foot wide either. Mm-mm. So, tonight, folks, we, Bryce said this is special, and that's because that's we're trying a beer that... I'm hopped up about. You, you're fired up. I think I'm fired up. Um, there is probably no more American beer than that we're going to try. I, I'd, I'd argue against anyone <laughs> that uh, um, it's Lead Slinger's Lager, mm-hmm. and to, to anyone out there that that doesn't know who Lead Slingers is or, or what the backstory of it is, it's brewed in Moore, Oklahoma by 1774 Brewing Company. But Lead Slingers, they started with a whiskey. One whiskey. One whiskey. Yep. And that company um, was put together by several veterans, and probably the, the most renowned name of the group is Matt Best. That's probably going to piss his partners off, but he doesn't seem like a guy that's going to care. <laughs> They need to do better on social media. He's yeah. out there. He's the he's the face of uh, he's a he's a great entrepreneur. I've read his book. Uh, thank you for my service. I've heard wonderful things from more than just you about that book. It's so. it's a great book. He's um, uh, yeah, matter of fact, uh, Mr. Crenshaw up there in Washington D.C. was I believe bragging on Matt Best's book. Just a few weeks ago. If you if you read it, it, it it'd be hard to. He he gave his his life was on the line. Uh, he fought for for our country, and was proud to. Um, you can read that in his book, and you you can see it today in his videos. And then he came back home and uh, didn't know what he was going to do. And I th- you know we all we've all heard the stories of how hard it is to come for those guys to come back and, and insert their lives uh, to normal every day. Especially he, those type of guys. Those should special, be mentioned, special, special forces. Special forces. All guys, all yeah. those guys that are part of it. If if you read into lead slingers, everyone was you know some sort of of special forces, whether it be you know paratroopers to USAF. I think it it, it had several letters next to it, so mm-hmm. you know it's special. Uh, he he Matt was was in special forces, and and so came back and and him and some guys created black rifle coffee company which that's all we drink at my house 
love their coffee. Hope we love their beer. I, I've had their whiskey. Like, I mean, whiskey's really good. I've had their whiskey. I've had their spiced rum. I'm um, not a spiced rum guy. Yeah. I, I'm not even gonna drink it because I don't. I don't want to dislike something they've done. Uh, yeah. Well, it's good, uh, guys. We should before I've I've made it a point not to try this beer until we got here tonight. Because I want the I want the true first taste experience on this. Yeah, we've I've had th- I've had twelve of them sitting in my fridge waiting for the right moment. Mm-hmm. So here, beer bait and real estate, our first test, taste test of a lead slingers beer. This is new for them. Yeah, like this is a new venture. I think they've done a lager in a wheat. It took some effort to find this beer. It did in in Owasso. We we actually. Uh, called several times Mm -hmm. and uh, it was supposed to come in from Oklahoma City it didn't it was the Thanksgiving holiday back and forth back and forth anyways I found it and they only had two six packs there I picked them up and it's and for craft beer it's a a very good price it was eight bucks eight bucks for a six pack for a six pack that's cheap I mean you can't get a Sam Adams six pack for that I mean so I'm ready to try it. I want to start this, though, with with pausing to say, I don't care if you were Special Forces. I don't care if you were a a janitor. I appreciate you. You've done something I haven't done. I wasn't brave enough to do, and that's serve our country. Yes. We wouldn't be able to do what we're doing right now if it wasn't for them. Yeah. Like I said, I have the majority of my friends served. In one capacity or the other. Yeah, guys that we work with. I got friends that work on medical equipment. I got guys that have been behind the gun. Uh, I know girls that have worked on drones. Uh, girls in high-ranking positions in uh, the military. And I appreciate every one of them in whatever capacity they served. And I feel like I'm forever in their debt. Um, and I, I love the ones that come back no matter what they did, but especially if they had a hard time and they're uh, getting their little piece of the pie, the American dream, the entrepreneurial spirit, yes. making a little money, having fun, and most importantly, employing other veterans. Which is a huge thing these guys do. Yeah. They, they've they took their stance when uh, Starbucks, where I do not, I one, I don't like their coffee, Two after they came out and and attacked, uh, basically not not singling out veterans. They just weren't supporting the war. Uh, I know, which is strange because if you talk to like Neil, he'll say that at times the only damn coffee they could get, yeah, was I mean, from Starbucks. So they clearly helped win and where they could. How that came they about, might who help, knows? They, they might help behind the scenes a lot more than what they put out. But but hey, you take a public stance against our boys and our girls. I was I was out. I was I was happy that that Black Rifle Coffee Company immediately went on to Fox News and said all we're going to do is hire veterans. Yeah, and if I have to have a hipster bucks, I just hope I have a, a different coffee cup to pour it into so nobody knows. Yes. So let's give let's, it a whirl. Let's give it. This is the Lead Slingers Lager. They have a few different beers. I think maybe. Two or three? Well, they, as far as I know right now, they have the lager and the wheat. Maybe an IPA I saw, maybe. We'll have to investigate that. It was hard to come by in the first place. A lot of people like it, apparently. So, I think there's an IPA and a stout coming. Ledslinger's lager, 
Cheers. First taste. Damn good beer. Yeah. A perfect beer to be sitting watch do, it. doing watch just it. Just this. This it's a this beer's at a good temp right now. It came out of the Yeti, probably upper thirties. This is we don't have it crack your tooth cold and you shouldn't need a good beer to be so cold that it hurts. That's some bush light shit. You know, you gotta get it cold. Gotta, gotta get that aftertaste froze yeah. off. This was that first drink was good. It's yes. This is a really good beer. I mean as we as we sit here and, and get our mind wrapped around it, one thing I, I saw on Ledslinger's website that just kinda rounds them out as we're gonna keep talking about them. Uh one of the first things that they say was America was founded through the blood of hard fighting, hard drinking men. Men who believed in freedom and good booze who laid down their lives, forging the bedrock of this republic and in doing so created a new species of man, the American. Americans conquered the western frontier, men of piss and vinegar who tamed the wild, battled the elements, and established the first American saloons. It's in this fine tradition that members of the veteran community present to you Ledslinger's Whiskey. I don't know if you could sum it up any better than that. If I didn't have this headset on, I'd take my hat off. <laughs> it's to that. Man, there's just... the. <coughs> And and I I Jones pretty hard on them because I'm all about it. Yeah, I I appreciate everything they've done. When, I think when everything I was they're making, doing's great. Yeah, and when I was making a little more money, the only coffee I drank was Black Rifle coffee. Hey, it's my my wife for the holidays. Not that not that if you're listening, not that Black Rifle coffee is expensive. No, our, but I, our but monthly. When, but we, when we you're get, in full commission sales, <laughs> yes, like and you both start of us are pinching those pennies, you got to back off on some stuff. You, yeah, I mean, you still have to be financially responsible, and and the one thing, uh, where I think, no, my wife, it was before Thanksgiving. My wife came over here for my sister's birthday, around uh, her birthday is November seventeenth. I stayed home to work on some stuff, and Liz texted me and said, "We, because around the holidays every year, everyone concentrates on cutting back what you don't need so you can get the gifts for your kids mm-hmm. and whatnot." And uh, she said, hey, I know you're wanting to cut out DirecTV, but please don't cut out Black Rifle. She said, this coffee at the lake is nowhere near good. Those are facts, and I think they're on to the same thing with this beer. Quite possibly the best lager I've had. It's a really, really well, good I, beer. I'm not even going to say quite possibly. Right now, just thinking back, knee-jerk reaction, best lager I've had. Um, when I hear the word lager i don't think golden ale i don't think amber ale I don't no you think, think you think a little bit of a punch i think i think a full-bodied beer um you know if you're pouring it out of a a, a tap or out of this bottle you think something's going to have a little head on it mm-hmm. and it's going to be have some body to it and some flavor to it not a light beer but not a dark beer this is they're this they're dancing on the light side though, or at least a taste. And and you should with a lager, um, but I think if you're drinking a lager, you want something with some taste to it, but you don't want it hoppy. You don't want you don't want it spiced. None of that bullshit. You want a full-bodied beer, and they have absolutely one hundred percent 
made the best lager in Oklahoma that I know of. So good that I'm going to need to open another one. Just get two. That, the, that, one's, that one's already gone. Dose. This is good. Now, this is here, good beer. Here is, this is not a complaint. This almost goes out to all craft. Yeah. I don't know what Hell, it if is. If I started a craft brewery, I'd feel obligated to put some sort of Jake leg holder on them. Now, now that we're by the fire, I gotta, I gotta figure out how to hold. Here, my let mic. me hold your, let me hold your mic. This is not our normal setup on our podcast. We're literally out in fifty yards away from a house, out by the lake, fire ring. It's really an amazing setting. I wish everybody could join us. I could set out here with a bunch of friends and do this kind of stuff for oh. till four in the morning. We forgot a bottle opener. That's okay. But I think it needs to be <coughs> reiterated. I think, you need to open it with a knife. I think <laughs> you should have brought a K bar. <laughs> um, it needs to be reiterated that this lager is not a light, tasteless beer. Um, this beer tastes good. You know what it reminds me a lot of the. Uh, it's a it's a better version of this land. Yeah, from Marshalls. Yeah. yeah, it's less spicy. You know, it doesn't have. Yeah. Doesn't have any of that going on. The earthy notes. No earthy notes. Um, uh, this is, this just, is a just a good, smooth, full-bodied beer. You know, and it's funny. It's funny. It's not funny. It's just. I don't want to. Here's the deal. You can't over-describe this beer <laughs> because it doesn't have a lot going on. This is a smooth, full-bodied Well, since we're getting all, all patriotic, I feel like this really needed to be done on the 4th of July. <laughs> the direction <laughs> that we're taking it. But Every day if, if the 4th of July, it, buddy. If I was, if I was at the, the ball game. Baseball game type of deal. This is the beer that I would want. Yeah. In my cup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this is fire. This, this is an everyday beer, drinkable. N- not, well, not buddy. Buddy stops by after work. Yeah. Hey, want to have a beer? Pop it open. They're gonna say, "Wow, this is damn good." This isn't Bud Light. And it was made by a bunch of badasses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm not saying that out of fear of knocking it. Uh, this is just good beer, which I wondered because when you when you look when you try to look them up the website, they're not promoting this. It's yet. rudimentary. The marketing is rudimentary at best. Uh, you know, the, they're hard on the. I mean, they're not hard, but big big advertisement on the whiskey. I think that they're just on the early stages. I of think this. they're yeah wanting to make sure that it's going to go. If and this, I want if this was their first shot out of the cannon, they they need to get on it. Yeah, if they're just waiting to see how this is going to be received, guys, go ahead. You don't know, don't shut her down. Go ahead, go on with it. I mean, no, I because this son of a bitch in drive. It's already it's already known. I'm going to be pretty skeptical of all wheat beers. Not a fan of. Them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're, we'll do their wheat in the future. <coughs> yeah. And maybe they'll surprise me. Uh, I'll probably be pretty critical on it. I'm critical on all of them. And th- this is, this is one of my favorites so far. Absol- I mean, so far, ab- we're, this is one of my favorite beers I've ever had. Not, you know, I, we're, we're six into this and, and so far this will probably be my number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I can agree with that. My IPA is number two. Yeah, I I feel like I read somewhere that they were doing an IPA. And so, boy, that'll probably tickle your fancy. I'm all about it. But the 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 boys at Lead Slingers have hit a home run here with the lager. You know, I think I feel like you could throw use lager as a safe word when you're making beer, but this they've they've this is the epitome of a good lager. Full bodied, um, smooth, drinkable. Not gonna not gonna be overbearing. The aftertaste is fine. It's good beer. Great beer. I'm gonna rate it. Um, how about those fucking lights? Those are Greg's <laughs> new lights. Yeah. Now I wanna. <laughs> we'll get into those in a minute. Um, <laughs> they caught me off guard. I forgot they were over there. I want to say this. I got a new rule on the rating system. <laughs> are we? Are we're six in and we're changing the scale? Yep. Because yep. I heard, I heard, I heard him talking about this on on one of Gary V's podcasts, and I thought it was pretty brilliant in making any decision in life. You use the one to ten scale. Um, you rate it one to ten. Seven's off limits. We don't do whole numbers. That complicates it. The whole scale of seven is off limits? Set, no, let me finish. Seven to seven, five is off limits. Okay. Is there a theory behind that? Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a cop-out number. It's safe. You know, I heard Dave Portnoy say the same thing. Did you? It's true. Which we, we, uh, we have already <laughs> have the theory behind that Gary and, and Dave are probably I think they, tied. I think they talk. Considering he starts every pizza review now with pizza, Pepsi, perfection. perfection. Yeah. And just so happens Gary <laughs> is maybe the head guy for the marketing of Pepsi. So that being said, one through ten, seven to seven fives off limits. Because if we gave you that, honestly, we'd just be giving you kind of a neutral. Doesn't matter. I'm about to go bold. I'm going to tell you, Lead Slingers Lager is getting an 8-8 eight eight from me. I'm 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 with you. I was actually and probably just all around. And there could be a lot of beer critics out there. They can suck it. Ten's a unicorn. I get it. I'm gonna break the nine because I I really I think this is a new favorite. Okay. And I think it will remain. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be my first nine, and it might be, it might be my last. Could, could be. This is good beer. So a nine point one, eight eight for me. And eight eight is both of them. We're high, talking high marks. And, and and you know what? There might be people out there that that take a drink of it and say it's not that great, and you can suck it too. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone's got their everyone's opinion. Everyone's got their own taste. Some people might not like this, and that's fine. But I'm telling you, if you like a lager, if you like, man, for all those guys out there that do. And I know we've said this in the past for the the Bud Light, but this is actually just a really all-around good beer. I'm going to tell you right now, there's a lot of dudes in their f- 50s to 70s that like a lager beer. They're your Paps Blue Ribbon they're, guys. They're your leaded Bud drinkers. Yeah. They're your lager drinkers. Uh, 
even people from up north, you know, when I had some time in Ohio, they liked a, a good lager. Um, they're going to like this beer. Now, if you like a Bud Light, um, you're probably, well, shit, you probably drink anything if you like a Bud Light, Bush Light, but maybe not. But you're still going to, you're not going to be run off by this like you will be other craft beers. No, this is. If you drink a Bud Light, you drink a Bush Light, and that's actually what you prefer, try this beer. You're going to enjoy it. I'll and owned and operated by. I hope they have a brewery down there. Some boys f- from Oklahoma. I'd like to go down there. They're not from Oklahoma, but they're brewing it here. Yeah, that's that's the plus. Thanks, guys, for bringing it to, oh, to home. Yeah, we appreciate you. We know you don't live here. We Matt, Matt's a California guy. Yeah, we know you probably don't even like Oklahoma. But actually, come see I'm us. pretty sure they all live in Utah now. Yeah. The state of, the new state of shooting shit. It yeah. used to be Tennessee. So, thank you. <laughs> thank you for your service, and thank you for this logger. Yes. Good job. Eight eight nine one. On as we finish this six pack, <laughs> we're usually a lot more scripted. But considering that this kind of came about at four o'clock today, and we we left at six thirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, had a I have a, a video and photo shoot of a house that uh, I'm going to list here on Grand Lake, uh, being an hour and a half from home. Um, it And the photographer's going to be here at 8. It is now that Greg listens to this, we can go ahead and thank him. Yeah, yeah thanks, Greg. You kept me from having to get up at like 4.30, <laughs> get around. Now we can sleep in until 7, sleep. 7.30. I'm not going to have a 4-year-old come wake me up Oh man! in the middle of the night. It's, it's almost a vacation. And thanks to our wives. My wife let me do this. Everybody knows, though, that I'm really grateful to my wife, but she lets me do a lot. Um, very supportive. But hey, so both, both she, of them are at home. I my, got. I got, got three. You've got two. Mm-hmm. I've got three people to thank for this podcast in order. Let's just go ahead and start with my wife, Greg, and. The boys at Lead Slingers, Black Rifle, Matt Best, whoever else you work with, thank you. Because I'm sitting by a bonfire drinking beer, making a podcast. God bless America. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't have done this, you know, even five years ago. We're we're pretty grateful. Uh, my my parents' home sits in a, a really really nice part of the lake and this setting i don't know if you could find a better setting we no. got we got the moon in front of us no you could charge for this ed ed townsend's mansions across the lake yeah. that you get to look at yeah you could charge for this setting so being on the lake this is beer bait and real estate let's move into the bait section we're probably you know since it is unscripted, we're going to touch on some stuff that we, we have touched a little bit on the past, but now that it's here. It's here again. It's uh, it's catfish and crappie season. It is catfish. You know, cat, when people think catfishing, most most people and most of you listening might not think wintertime is here. Who boy. <laughs> Let's go chase the catfish. you you got to get a little bit tough for it. But it's actually a thing. Uh, it's actually a fantastic time to chase the catfish. 
a boat is preferred for for this. It's really, really going to help you out. Yeah. And it's not because they're in deep water. It's more chasing. you, you got to go chase shad. Mm-hmm. You can use, uh, you know, frozen shad or a lot, yeah. of people, a lot of people this time of year. They try. A lot of times they'll go catch crappie, clean the crappie, and then once you clean a game fish, you can actually use the carcass as bait. So a lot of people will cut crappie heads off and, and freeze them and then and use them. But your guys that are having a lot of luck right now are really preaching that you need those live shad cut them on site. Got to get live shad, cut them, yes, and then find you some big long flats. Mm-hmm. And uh, here on Grand Lake, the place to go is is upriver. Uh, Are you talking about Elk River? Well, you can get up into Elk and then farther north of Elk. Uh, there's When you pass Elk, you turn the bend and, and go back east, and there's some cliffs right there. It's deep on the cliffs, but the whole thing to the north is flats, and, and you can basically sit in 40 foot of water and cast up into five. And uh, they're, those, those catfish feed all over that flat all, all the time. And same way on Uligaw, same way on Keystone, Call, Cause, which I grew up in Blackwell, so Cause the closest lake. That that's where I learned of this wintertime trick. Mm-hmm. And so I learned of it on Uligaw. You know, most people know I'm a Uligaw boy, so my dad and his friends um, this time of year was time to catch crappie off the docks. And if you wanted to get in a boat, you went out to a, a little flat over by the spillway on Uligaw. A little island out there. Uh, it'd be direct if you know Uluga. It is. Uh, it's the little cove that set directly west of, I believe, what they referred to as Titty Mountain. I was hoping you were gonna say Goat Island. No, I've never. No. I've never heard of Titty Mountain. Uh, Titty back, Mountain lies. Titty Mountain lies east of Goat Island. Okay. <laughs> I, the only thing I know about Illegal, I mean, I've fished Illegal a few times since living over here, but you always just hear about goat island. Have you seen the goats on the island? I have. Okay. Well, but tit- I, I have not seen any titties on Titty Island. <laughs> <laughs> you won't see any live ones. Uh, titty Mountain is merely shaped like one. Okay. Uh, and you have to be in. That's some old man shit right there. You have to out be. Out there fishing and looking at. Yeah. Bob, what's that look like over there? Yeah, yeah, it, and it does. Well, and you you can really only see it from from that cove where everybody likes catfish. So that's where I picked it up, and that same deal. That's a huge flat, um, relatively shallow. Catch some big. Mud, you can catch some big blues this muddy, time of year. Muddy bottom, uh, and yeah, and it was the same deal. It was cut shad cast it out there let it sit and if you find them it's gangbusters yes and a lot of big ones yeah and it seems like the colder and shittier it is outside yep the better it seems you're gonna be in a rain suit you're gonna have have your gore-tex on you're 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 not gonna be able to feel your fingers but man it's 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 a hoot it's all working if you're listening to this and you know us or want to get to know us and you want to go we know a guy. We know a guy, and hell, we'll even give it a shot in the bass boat. Call us; it's fun. We'll uh, we'll make it happen. Hybrid Daddy, aka what? What has he changed it to? 
hybrid cat daddy now. No, I don't think he's proven his record enough to go to hybrid cat daddy, but Tony Surrett will tell you he's got this down. And I'd like, you know, let's take him up on that. Let's put. Hey, he's, let's, he's got he's got the boat to do it now. He's got the boat to do it. Let's put your money where your mouth is. Let's take some people catfishing. This is a good time. On the other side, if you don't want to go fight that, go uh, go up river. Mm-hmm. Um, really on on anywhere uh, that's that's got some deep water, and go crappie fishing. It's that winter crappie bite. You know, I just saw a guy that uh, went to my high school. His mother taught with my mother, Trey Blunt. I believe he fishes on Fort Gibson. Um, he's also, I think he's a teacher now. And I don't know how he finds time to do that for all his fishing and hunting. But he's got the crappie bite down. I keep seeing his pictures on Facebook, and he, I think he posted the other day, I, I bet the deer are glad I came crappie fishing, but the crappie didn't <laughs> fare well. And this dude was holding up some slaps. You can catch the uh, same way with catfish, same way with crappie. You can catch some really big crappie yeah. this time of year. And that was during rifle season, so you're just talking a couple weeks ago. Um, and he was hammering them, and he said, you know, he was saying on Gibson it hadn't even got good yet. So, No, it's the same deal with weather. Um, it's you, warm right now. Yeah, it is. I mean, we're in hoodies out here, and I'm I'm, I'm in a long-sleeve T-shirt. in a long-sleeve. Um, so you need it to get cold it'll, to catch. It'll, it'll, it'll get there, though. For You know, I think you need it to get a little colder, really, especially those the dock fishing crappie on the, on the brush. Yeah. Uh, you just need it to get a little colder. But they'll be deep. Crop here always deep. 15, 20 foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm no Todd Huckabee, so I need some brush piles and some guaranteed spots. Uh, yeah. Todd, Todd's something else. But, that, guys, that stuff's coming. Again, it's Oklahoma year-round. We have, yeah, if you're an outdoorsman. A, there's, a, there's a place. If you're an outdoorsman. Year round, man, and you might not know it because if, if you're not an avid outdoorsman, you might think, "Oh, it's winter. It's time to put my gun up, time to put my fishing rods up." No, go, yeah, get get after, get your fishing rods out because it's just starting. Rifle season is about to wrap up. Yeah, I think It'll so. Be over this Sunday, Greg brought it to our attention. <laughs> yes, we we, we screwed the rifle season deal up by um, two days. Yeah. First, first episode he listened to. Sixteen day season. We said fourteen. Yeah. You know we're we're proposing a shorter rifle season anyway. So like the liberal media, I will continue to say. Should have been fourteen. Fourteen days <laughs> to try to make you guys think that it's shorter than it is. Because guys, we don't we don't need to be able to kill them that long. But here's what doesn't have a season: crappie. Year round. Catfish. So go, get out there and go. Put that meat in the freezer. I, you know, a lot of people get. I'm not gonna say depressed, but it's they like to slow down the winter time. The sun sets at five thirty. Mm-hmm. Don't don't harbor that. Don't let that harbor yourself inside. No, no, because then you get mopey, lazy. Quite possibly, some of the best fried food in the world is fried crappie, fried blue catfish. Yes. I mean, prove me wrong. Yeah, 
my favorite thing to do this time of year is actually because I'm a big bird hunter is, is get some pheasant and quail on the ground. And I, you know, I'd mix, never mix some crappie. Mm-hmm. Have, have a little. I had never had fried pheasant till you cooked it for me. Feather and turf. I know feather. <laughs> feather and surf. Feather and surf. Can't really call it turf. They're they're not on the ground no, all the time. But no, uh, no. I uh, I I learned a long time ago how to how to correctly fry pheasant. Do we have a pheasant? Is pheasant a thing right now, or is that later? Or pheasant season open December first. Okay. I mean, we don't have pheasants in in Tulsa County to speak of, so it's never been something I've kept up with or been into. You just gotta travel two hours and, west. And you know what? You gotta be real careful. Because there are a lot of motherfuckers that will drag you out on a pheasant hunt. <laughs> and what you went on was a long truck ride and an even longer walk for about three days. Yeah, you you, you want to you, you you really ask a lot me. of questions. That burnt on that. me on my upland bird yeah. deal was traveling a long way just to go walk with wet feet. Um, I think the best thing, uh, there's there's a place... You know, so do you? Re- let me ask you this. This falls in good to this, and this is more your wheelhouse. If you're not an upland, if you're like me, I'm not an upland bird hunter. I don't have the contacts. I've tried that, okay, and I've went on some. Like I said, just nothing but a long walk with a gun. <laughs> yeah, um, a little exercise. It, but you want to go pheasant hunting? You're a dad. You want to take your boy pheasant hunting? It's a big, beautiful bird to hunt. Good eating. Should a man like me do his research and hire a guide? Yeah, there's there's places around Tulsa. Because uh, doing the public land thing is probably worse than throwing darts. Yeah, don't do public. Publics, you... You need to go north. You can run into a lot of problems. You got to go, go north. You got to go central. To farmland, right? Don't you farmland. Need, you need to farmland? Yeah, that's what they feed on. So, okay. I mean, something with beans, corn, um, you know, the... I don't know if they're still doing it. The government was paying farmers to leave, or the state of Oklahoma was paying farmers to leave the outside rows of their bean or cornfields standing to have forage for birds, game birds, deer, etc. cetera. Uh, that worked really well. And until the floods and droughts of the last recent years, we had a really good population of quail and pheasant around Blackwell, out to Enid, and and down south um that's kind of diminished which i don't live there now so i know at thanksgiving my my brother mentioned that that he saw quite a few birds to the west of one of our farms um so hopefully it's coming back but to answer your question the best thing to do if you don't you know if obviously if you don't know someone that's got the land to hunt is uh in tulsa call gordy you can go quail hunting with gordy and pay a little bit more money and he will throw some pheasant in you know what you're right i've heard cole talk about that the gordy's a good guy to call i don't know gordy's last name how to get a hold of gordy montgomery look him up as a guide you know i think you went with me we went on a european pheasant hunt with a guy that's done a couple of my deer heads up in like the dewey area yeah, I'm just not a big fan of European. He doesn't just do European though. That no, was for that big group we were with. Yeah, you can you can do field hunts there. There's probably the best place for the money. You know what? We're on to show me birds. Yeah, and we're on to something here. Your dad, you want to take your boy 
upland bird hunting. You don't want to drive to Kansas and hope like hell that you the don't. The problem with going out of state is you get limited on birds. And, and you could strike out. It's not. You could. You know, if you go on a guided deal, like, you know, like Flint Oak, you get to go up there and shoot as many well, sure. as fly. But, but, but you're paying a lot of money to do it. You don't have three grand to take your boy hunting. So, show me birds. Uh, they lay it out really well. They have um, different tiers. Mm-hmm. And so, I think for like $175 a person, they they will put out, they will guarantee you that they plant eight pheasant in the field. And then you also get to shoot any wild birds. That, so you might show up and pay 175 to kill eight birds, but you might walk away with 16. Sure. Which, for people that don't know, I think in Oklahoma you're only. I think the limit's three a man. Well, yeah, and Greg's going to fact check us on that. So, caveat: we don't know that to be a fact. I'm pretty. And back when I was in Blackwell hunting a lot, it was three. Um. But here's how that works, what Bryce is trying to explain. You go pay these people. They buy birds. Actually, at, at Show Me Birds, they or they the, might raise them. They're the largest pheasant-raising yeah. company, I think, in the nation. But if you use the guy in Dewey or somebody else, they're buying birds. They go out and plant them in the field. And they don't stake them down. No. They, <laughs> they, they're, they're turning usually, them loose. They turn them loose a day or two before. Mm-hmm. Let them get acclimated to the land. You show up. They have bird dogs. You walk the field just like you would, and that's something that that is really fascinating to watch. It's two it's good bird to, dogs working. It's fun to watch bird dog work. If you're a dad and you got a a twelve year old boy, even maybe even younger than that, and and you just want to show him something he has never done that's really cool, that is uh, historical to the United States of America, upland bird hunting is a hoot he's well, gonna get to shoot his gun that's it because you can lose a lot of kids sitting in a deer stand or you can lose a lot of them going on a five mile walk <laughs> yeah the same deal uh it's it's you it's got active it's, it's active. active you, you get got to pull the trigger you got dogs working that you get to watch you got guys blowing whistles you got birds flying action so you know what that's going to be my bait section of this is to recommend it's that time of year. Look a guy up. Go bird hunting. Yeah. Well, early Christmas present. Spend 400 bucks. Two of you go bird hunting. Bring the meat home. Fry it with the crappie or catfish you've previously caught. And it's gonna you, you're going to remember that. So good. Damn good. What do you get? I'm 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 going to push the real estate off to you. I took I took that one on. Yeah. Well, I feel like just because of what has brought us here i'm in collinsville oklahoma tulsa area um very good friend of mine him and his wife both veterans you know cheers to them uh up here drinking this lead slingers lager made by americans for americans and quite possibly the most american state in the nation not an ad just saying but anyway my two friends they're both veterans they live up here at grand lake they haven't been here long they're uh you know they're young they're in their 30s uh they moved up here they thought it was going to be a little easier than it is um to be in your 30s living on the lake but what you find out when you live an hour and a half away from everybody else is not very many people come to see you 
<laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's hard to make that swing. Her brother, who is a uh, Black Hawk pilot uh, for the Army, recently retired, and he f- he has found himself in Owasso. She wants to be closer to him and his kids so they can, you know, cousins can be raised pretty close to each other. Uh, so they want to move back. Just of it is, I'm up here because we're good friends. Um, I'm extremely grateful that they trust me. They want me to help them sell their house. So uh, this day and age, you've heard me talk about this before on the podcast. You need good marketing. And that is my obsession. Um, And so I've got my photographer and videographer meeting us up here at 8 a.m. Catch a little sun on the way up kind of action up here on the lake and I didn't want to get up at 4.30 to head this way. So what I would talk about is lake houses, lake life, um, and how that market actually works because it's very different than what you and I are used to uh-huh. in our jobs. This is uh, this is very slow. You know, I think, I think people think, you know, hot damn, I want to live on the lake on a lake house. That's how you know you've made it. And there's a time and a place for that. But when you're active and um, you got friends that live elsewhere, it might, it might not be the best choice. Um, and here's another deal about buying and selling houses on the lake. Most lakes, uh, unless they're in kind of a metropolitan area, but like Grand Lake, you may not even know this, um, they're kind of their own market. Oh, it has 100%. Uh, so much so, they have their own MLS. So, like... It's its own sector. I can't list this house. I can't co-list this house. I can't put my sign in the yard. So, what I have to do is find another realtor from my company. Who's up here? Who's up here. Uh... I I reached out to the president of McGraw about this. He recommended a young lady named Maddie Engel. So I've gotten to know her. She seems to be a sweetheart. Um, She's going to help me. How that has to work is she lists the home. Um, Basically, I just get a referral fee from her. Sure. Uh, If you don't know how that works, if you're not in real estate business, basically what that saying is... um, if we get that house sold, uh, we make 3% of whatever that number is. Maddie is going to get 70% of that 3%, and I'm going to get 30 Um, Some would say that's not fair because I was like, hey, here's your deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 um, but I take a little bit different stance on that. I think realtors should work together a whole, whole lot more um, than they do because here's the deal. It's not about how much money I'm making. It's about helping my friends get rid of this house so they can get moved back to Owasso where they want to be. Um, I think I, you know, I think a lot of people forget about that. Too. Yeah. It's I think, and, and you know, it's, it's in any business that a few bad apples create mm-hmm. a bad vibe. Absolutely. So a lot of people think that realtors – all realtors don't care about their clients, mm-hmm. and the sad, you know, the, the sad part of it is, is there's there's a lot of you 
that that really do genuinely care that that what you're doing is helping someone achieve their dream yeah Wh- uh, whatever that dream may be mm-hmm. and here's the deal sure i'm i'm not making obviously literally even half um of what i probably should make on this deal but like i said that's not why we're here it's not why we're doing this and i have had agents this you know that just in conversation talking about this deal been like oh i would never i never refer deals out because i don't like the referral split and to me that i hope i hope you if, if that's your attitude i hope you retire soon because you're <laughs> a, i mean you're a dick you're a douchebag that's silly that's not good for your clients uh yeah, maybe you're making a ton of money right now and good for you, but that's going to catch up with you long run, I believe, karma. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this. This is, this is going to be cool. There's a lot of opportunity for content out of this deal. Um, these They want to get this house sold. They want to move. They're ready. So, you got to get the ball rolling on that, and it would. I would have a hard time sleeping at night letting them just blindly find an agent that they don't know where they don't trust that they don't it's probably not all the way in their corner um so here i am and after i've I've only talked to maddie on the phone i'll meet her in in person in the morning Um, but we have kind of a mutual understanding i'm bringing coming guns a blazing on the marketing on this thing I insisted on my videographer and photographer. He's driving up from Tulsa. They're the best. Vast Media, Matt Geisau. Um, I, I was using Matt before they they're as big as they are now, um, and their Vast Media is a big deal. Um, so I'm excited about this one. The house a year old, man. A year old lake house. Really good area too. <laughs> what are we? A minute and a half away. Yeah, we're not very far. I mean. Um, tell tell you know a whole lot more about this lake um so a lot of people in where are they what how would you describe where their house is because they don't have a dock on the water in that cove there's no docks on the water like behind not, the houses yeah not to where they're at they're like community docks <laughs> right so we're on the north end of the lake and this is my f- you know <laughs> now that we're getting older th- this is my favorite part of the lake um your younger years, South South Grand Lake is, is yeah. That's where, that's where the party is. Partying, um, but we're we're up here. That's where you got the the big, um, you know, I call them the little packer boats. <laughs> yeah, but they're all over the lake. <laughs> I mean, there's one right there across the cove. Yeah, but you got to take them to those coves on the party end of the lake. <laughs> yes. Um, so we're we're just south of you know we're in Grove we're on, we're just south of of Sailboat Bridge. Um, this what the cove that my parents are in is is considered Little Carry. Mm-hmm. So Chris's house is is in Big Carry Bay, and Big Carry Bay is one amazing for anybody that that wants to play on the lake. You got kids. Or family members that like to tube and do all that. There's a lot of people that travel from way down south to come up here because of how I mean, calm water, calm, protected. It, it goes, it goes way, way, way back to the east. And uh, 
it's remarkable how it's just really big and wide. When you get down south, a lot of the coves are pretty narrow. And when you get that congested, it, it's tough to, to play. It is. And, and you got all these big boats running around. Big boats and big wind. Yeah, so you get up here and you're, uh, you know, on a calm day, look out in front of us, you have hundreds of acres in front of us of water to play on. And then Cary Bay by itself is, um, it's a mile deep. Yeah, and their house is cool because uh, they got a co- they got a community dock that they purchased. They got a huge backyard, um, couple acres, huge mowed, and it's very gent- gently gent- what I would call gently sloping to the lake. Big time gentle slope to the lake, like it's I don't know what sort of angle you would call it, but it's light. It's a light angle down to the water. You're talking a, a couple hundred yards to the water. Um, it's manicured, no different than the front yard. Um, so you can see all the way to the water from the deck. You can walk down there and play. Uh, it's really just beautiful. It's peaceful. That's what's nice about up here is, you you know, which we have, we have friends and family that, that have houses down Duck Creek and and drowning and, and areas down there. You have to worry about the kids. Yep. Because down, well, down there, the 750 line. You're on a bluff. Yeah, you're 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 right on the water. Where here, you know, my my parents' house. It's it's almost too close for comfort, but we still have what I would say a pretty big yard. Got a buffer. So, but but Chris's house. Got a major buffer. You can open up the back door and tell the kid they'll run out of gas before they get before they get to the water. Yeah, and you can keep a good eye on them. Uh, and you're talking about a house that's a year old, 3,000 square foot, partial basement type setup, nice upstairs deck, overlooks the, the lake. And we're going to list this thing. We're going to start at 350. And you are extremely close to town. <laughs> so here, here's, here's... Like a minute. Here's the next thing that I, that I love up here, being in Grove. We're, we're on the water... I mean, my 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 parents' dock is is right there. Yeah, and I can be to the Grove Walmart or the liquor store or wherever we need to go in less than seven minutes. Correct, and they're they're even closer. And people that live down in 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 uh, Duck, yeah, it takes twenty minutes to get to a Walmart. Correct. You know what else they're close to? Golf course golf cart ride they love it um so yeah you're talking you're talking about a house too it's less than a year old three thousand square foot list price starting at three hundred fifty thousand. i help build houses for a living we couldn't do that in tulsa nah. especially on three acres backing up to water it's amazing this house isn't gonna last but it's gonna be good it's gonna be good for them. I think it'll go quick. And great that they get to move. I mean, they get they get to go back. They get to go back. Be her her brother. Um, be closer to me. Yeah. So, I'm pumped. That's why we came up here. So that's that's my deal. And people should know too about like that's my original point. Man, save your retirement living for when you retire. Yes. You know, they they would probably have a lot to say about that. Um, they built this house. They lived in it a year. 
it took him that long to decide maybe we'll come back to the lake one day. I I plan on retiring on the lake. But right now you got to be in it. You got to be in the hustle and bustle to Have make to. to make a lift. Chris is drive well you, Chris works in Tulsa. So, hour and a half drive every day. Every day just to get just to, to get, work. Just to get started. Um, and that, folks, is if you're listening and you're like in Houston, not a big deal to you. Up here, that's a long. You're you're covering some ground in an hour and a half. Well, the exposure and what I would get out is the exposure on the road. Yeah, the difference in Houston is, you're, I mean, yes, there's high rates of speed at time, but you know there's a lot of congestion in those areas, so. You're you're maybe sitting in traffic for an hour more than driving. Where Chris is, he's exposed at he's driving eighty miles an hour for an hour and a half, hour and a half every day. Yeah, he's. I think he's tired of that too. So, yeah, that that's my caution to to you people under fifty. Be careful about lake life. It's slow. It's a little more lonely than what you're used to. You're probably not as ready to pull the reins back on it as you think. Um, and here's the deal. Not all lakes are the same. We live 20 minutes from Skytook Lake where Bryce and I fish. You cannot, sure, you can build a house close to the lake. It's a, the difference between Grand and Skytook is, is Skytook's a core lake. Core of Engineers Lake. Which a lot of Oklahoma lakes are. So, mm-hmm. you know, 10 killers the same way. And I'm sure other states have similar setups. Where you, you cannot build right down the lake. Grand you Lake's can't put a dock on the water. Can't put a dock on the water. Can't build, you know, right down on it. Grand Lake's unique. Uh, they have what they call the 750 line. So the actual uh, Corps of Engineers of Grand Lake own up to the 750. So where we're sitting at this firing, mm-hmm. we are. It's, it's tough to see, but I think we're like, I don't know, 15 or 20 feet from it. Mm-hmm. And technically, so like that, tr- we cannot cut that tree down without calling them and saying, "Hey, here's our reason." Now, anything above it, we can, and we can do anything up here. But anything below the 750, we can't touch. But you can you can pull water out of Grand Lake mm-hmm. to irrigate your your lawn. You know, uh, I know a guy that built a house on Sky Took. He had to go through ten kinds of shit to because he he's out on 200 acres of his own. Mm-hmm. Um, he he had to go through all sorts of stuff, all these applications to be able to pull water out of the lake through yeah. through a filtration system, mm-hmm. so he could have water at his house. Correct. Don't have to do that here. Nope. Grand Lake's different. It's set up. It's Where, got city water ran all the way around. Yeah. Wherever you're listening from, like Skytook Lake, Ulaga Lake, you can't put a dock from your house down on the water. You, it's not allowed. Um. And all that matters um, as far as if you're buying real estate there. Hey, I I love Grand Lake. We love coming up here. Glad we get to enjoy it. And it's going to flood. You need to know that, too. So Ooh, you're, if you're going to buy you, if you're you gonna buy a house on the lake and you're going to build a dock. Get ready for work. It's it's a full-time job. We talk, or if you th- every, let me tell thinks, you this, Everybody too. thinks you come up here and you just relax yeah that's total bullshit it's an absolute lie ask anybody who lives in tulsa that has a lake home that they travel to on the weekends the first three hours that you're there is is work work. minimum and it doesn't matter you better hope you have enough money to pay somebody to do that shit for you and even if you do like all week 
they they pay somebody to mow the lawn here. They, I mean, everything here is taken care of. But when we still get here, there's, there's food to buy. F- I mean, well, you know, a storm just blew through. You yeah. show up, the lawn guys mowed on Tuesday. You show up on Friday, there's shit strung everywhere. Yeah. You got to pick it up. Or when we have a ton of rain. Yeah, this 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 year with water, you know, it's gonna get look, uh, just trees and shit up in the yard. I mean, it's you guys can't see it, but behind the camera, we have what would probably be six ricks of wood to ten stacked over there. <laughs> if you split that, and then over here, you have a ten foot wide, five foot high pile, and then across the the dock on that side, there's an equal pile, and that all came. From the last flood. Yeah. Yeah. Having, here's my gist. Here's, I'm going to sum up my real estate section. If you are buying or selling a house on the lake, you need somebody in your corner, and you need somebody knowledgeable about that lake market because a lake shore market is vastly different from a rural, rural or metropolitan type market and those lake agents are clicky they know what's going on they know the market they often have their own mls system so if you don't know some uh, an agent on the lake you need to contact your friend that is an agent because everybody's got a friend that's an agent and have them contact somebody they know and that way then you have somebody in your corner and you have some knowledge and it doesn't cost you any more than it was gonna to do business and now you got two people working for you secondly if you're young short of you hitting it big you probably don't need a lake house you're gonna be lonely you're, nobody <laughs> nobody's gonna come see you except on the holidays maybe the weekends but probably not because i'm i love chris and carrie is like they were my own and i don't come up here it's an hour and a half, man. I got a two-year-old and a four-year-old. It's a giant pain in the ass to drive an hour and a half. It's a giant pain to take kids. Anywhere. Anywhere. So, And they don't come to Collinsville because they have a kid, and it's a giant pain in the ass. So what they've found is maybe let's move back a little closer to Tulsa where the action is. And after the kids are out, we'll rethink Let's this. see what's going on. Yeah. Um so that's my two cents. And don't don't you need to know that not every lake you see allows docks on it, which is a completely different lifestyle than having a lake view. Yes. Skytook, you can have a lake view home and there's a lot of them. Um the market's saturated there. Uh, and you can tell people do it, and then they change their mind because there's always a lot of houses for sale in Skytook that are really expensive. But those houses have lake views. Yeah, you you can't you can't park your boat in your yard. <laughs> yeah, like we, you can uh, here. Yeah, we uh, like when we fish. When me and Bryce fish a tournament on Grand Lake, we stay the night at his mom and dad's house. We, we ju- instead of getting up at four in the morning. And driving to the lake. We wake up 20 minutes we before. Up, <laughs> we wake up 20 minutes before first cast. We walk down into the dock. We take the air out of the floats. We put the boat in the water. We fire it up. We drive 20 minutes to our first spot. And we're fishing. 
that's because you can have a dock on Grand Lake. Skytook, Ulaga, many other core operated. Yeah, you you can't even. You you're can't. not even close. We're no. we're 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 sitting right now. I could I could pick up this rock next to me and and throw it. Yeah. On onto the water. So that's that's three things you need to know if you don't know a damn thing about lake life. But you think, hey, I got a little little scratch in my pocket. I think, honey, let's go relax. It's going to be real fun for about six months. And you're going to go stir crazy. I think if you talk to a lot of retired people, um, I have some buddies whose parents are retired and who they've kept their houses in town. And that's where they live. And they also have a lake house. And I, I used to think that was a showboating thing, but I've talked to more than one that tell me. Lake life as a retired person is dangerous um, because you don't have anything to do other than usually drink and usually be alone with your own thoughts maybe a little <laughs> too much too much and and see you can see where that gets you and you don't get much socialization look i i can't let this go I've been sitting here. <laughs> yeah, we got these lights. So my Greg, my Greg threw these lights on us when we first got here. He has so installed most, lights. Most dolly. Yeah, he's paid somebody. <laughs> uh, that those things look like a lot of work. Most dolly. You know what else most, they look most like? Most catwalks. We'll call it a catwalk. It's not you the damn actual right. Catwalk. It looks like a catwalk straight it, into the. It is so titty mountain. The, the actual, <laughs> the actual catwalk that connects the land to your dock. Everyone usually has some sort of light so you can see. So you don't bust your ass. Yeah, so you can see when you're going down it. <laughs> well, <clears throat> my dad had some really nice LED lights installed. They were a they year were land they were landscape type lights at first that he had on here. Let's let's mark yes. that. So they were really nice. They put off an ample amount of light. White light. Yeah, they had hoods over them. You could you could see really well. Walk down, walk back up. You're fine. Mm -hmm. The flood or floods that we've had mm -hmm. demolished them. Yep. Without talking, so, without so goes, talking to me. So goes lake life. Without talking to me, we show up tonight, and we now have a landing strip. And I, I he has a. I feel like it's ritzy multicolored this is bougie i don't know i don't know how to <laughs> lay this out it's bougie so basically he has somebody that has come in and drilled approximately 100 holes <laughs> straight down the middle of this catwalk and did a damn good job it's dead it's it's dead center dead center uh, dead it, in line and it it rotates between every color on the color wheel purple white pink red green and i just want to say that this is the shit that happens when you sit over at the lake <laughs> by yourself <laughs> yeah i i didn't know he'd done i don't that. even know where you find these i'd never heard of them i've seen lights like this that change colors but they're usually at the strip club or on the back of his boat on the he has the he has on the, the back he yeah, has the same shit on the got, back of the boat i would call them sexy lights i don't know <laughs> those are sexy. i will say props to him on this the nights that we get drunk and we're on the dock. What he did with them is nice because it's right up the middle of that walkway. And we so all know when you drink too much, you do you you get fixated on little shit. Correct. So, so if you'll just follow, follow the line, it look. You know what it looks like? 
We both have we both damn near have our pilot's license. Yeah, ha- it, have had at one time. It, we're we're it, almost had. <laughs> it looks like it looks like the lights are coming the runway. We're coming in on three five, bringing you in. <laughs> you're a little high, then you're a little low. <laughs> but you got two rails to hang on to, and 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 he's got these <laughs> lights running down. They're nice. I don't. I don't. It's even. lake life, folks. It's lake life. I love it. So, I don't know. I'm gonna wrap it up. I want to recap. Lead slingers logger. Even the labels kick ass. You can't see it tonight, folks, because it's it's dark. But it is very patriotic. <laughs> I'll take a picture. It'll be on our Instagram. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Um, you've got you've got Lead Slingers Logger. You got the American flag. You got Join or Die on there. You got the whole gamut. It is a damn, damn, damn good beer. Eight eight from me. Nine one from Bryce. They got the they got the eagle holding the AR. Yeah, they do have the eagle holding the AR. So, um, it's awesome. That's the beer, the bait. Right now, go find somebody to take you catfishing. Cat Call us, message us, DM us. We will have Tony Surrett take you catfishing. He won't like it. Well, tough shit. But I've he, heard about it. All I'm going to hear about it. He's going to have to start proving it. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll take you. Okay, I'll hell. We'll take the bass boat out. We'll give it a whirl. I've done it before. You got an extra rain suit now. Yeah. Um, so go crappie fishing when it gets a little bit colder. Find somebody that's got a dock, got brushed down. Make it Deep fun. Dock. Yeah, get to coffee where you can stay warm. Like, I like it cold, colder than shit. Mm-hmm. Inside a dock, you got coffee, you got little short jigging rods. It's just fun. Um, Southern it, version of ice fishing. Correct. Uh, uh, pheasant get, hunting. Get, yeah, go go. Go spend four or five hundred bucks. I I'm a tight ass when it comes to this stuff because I've been burnt so many times on this, but I'm telling you right now, go find you somebody to plant you some birds in the field. Spend four or five hundred bucks. Take your boy or your girl upland bird hunting with guaranteed kills and I promise you It's you, just fun to watch you, the dogs work. You it's fun to watch See, kids, man. Yeah, get get kids exposed. The kids to have it. a hoot. Um, that's a blast, and it's that time right now for that. Real estate, be careful on the lake. Be careful <laughs> on the lake, and if you're going to sell a house on the lake. Timing could be everything. Timing could be everything, and your people could be everything. This, this is, uh, a lot of people associate lake living with luxury living. Mm-hmm. And when it absolutely when, is. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of it is. So when times are down, Oklahoma's a, you know, We'll call it an oil and gas natured business. Yeah, and it makes me nervous right now. And right now, that that whole, you know, the state of Oklahoma, I fear for a lot because gas and oil aren't doing very well. Not doing very good. Overall, the economy is rocking. Overall, Oklahoma's doing real well, so that I'm only half nervous about selling Lake House right now. Um, The nice thing is is there's a lot of businesses in the town of Grove that would support someone that would be looking for a home like that. Because not, we're not talking, talking about, about seven, we're dollar. not talking seven fifty plus. We're talking about you can be in a one year old, three thousand square foot, five bed, three bath house, huge lot, with a dock, for way under four hundred thousand bucks. 
And there's your sales pitch for the night. <laughs> yeah, call me. <laughs> uh, but so on the lake, be careful. Don't don't get to the lake too young, man. You got time. Retire. Vi- visit. I yeah, visit. Visit the lake. Don't live on the lake. Stay where you can work. Stay where your kids can be by other kids. Have fun. And then then retire. Quit trying to retire too early. We're going to keep enjoying this fire. Yeah, guys, I thank you for listening to this long I'm one. Gonna it's get, extra long. I'm going to get this shit off we went, my head. We went a little bit over an hour on this. We, but, we knew what it was going to be. But it was that. absolutely worth it for Matt Best and for the boys at Lead Slingers. Thank you to our veterans. Buy his book. Buy the book. Buy their beer. Most importantly, buy their beer. And, and whiskey. And drink both while you read the book. Damn right. And... As important as Coffee. that. Coffee. As important that, subscribe to the, our podcast. Hit us up. Leave us a message. Leave us a review. Rate us. You can f- uh, subscribe to the YouTube. Follow us on Instagram. This isn't stopping. We're going to beat it <laughs> to your minds. <laughs> yeah. We're going we're gonna to keep going to this because we love beer. Uh, we love the people that make it, and we love Oklahoma. Beer. Bait. Real estate. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Thank you.